Welcome in to Off the Cuff Sports. Sorry for the break in the action last weekend. Um, we had to add a new member to the team. Say hello to my son, Lenny. Hey, buddy. He's sleeping right now, but he's right here on my chest, I promise. Uh, with that, we'll get started. What's going on, fellas? I haven't talked to you guys in, you know, almost two weeks now. Good. Um, you rested or, or you need another week off to get adjusted? Okay. We are, we're making it here. Okay. Uh, Solo, you're next. Yeah, what's up, man? How's, how's, is, is April, uh, is, how's, how's April doing? April's fine. She's actually sitting right here next to me, so she's doing good. Okay. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's no mood swings. There's you know, <laughs> no nobody being mean. You know, everything's just normal, like it's always been. I'm you know, I'm not running out going to get cravings in the middle of the night or anything like that. Everything's just couple steady. No, that's good. It's very light. Very light. Oh. You know, so far so good. <laughs> All right. So, who's the team in distress besides Solomon Johnson? <laughs> Ooh. Can uh, we go with the Indianapolis? That is so fun. You cannot tell me that you spent this much money on the supposed injured, and he's out for five to twelve weeks. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. Like it should be funny, but it is. But here's the thing, though. Even with him out, I think they still have a shot at their division. So, uh, yeah, as bad as it is, Colts for for first. Oh yeah, and then can Not I the also question. add the New York Giants? Because apparently we like to get into fights and brawls at practice and jump on our franchise quarterback over foolishness but you know hey go big blue hey whatever it takes whatever yeah it takes. um i want to keep the theme of new york teams going the new york mets have been in first place for 90 days or 90 games however many it was it was 90 something um they just got bounced out of first and it looks like it's going to be a downward trend for the rest of the season. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs after all of that. Yeah, um, but that, that's how the Mets always go. They always, you know, it's about the time when they start to fall apart. And yeah. um, probably by the end of the month, they will be, already be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised, you know. Good Braves, even though we don't have like four of our best players. Speaking about... Um, and then while we're on that subject, let, let's go. I'm sorry, I got one more team because it's pissed me ahead, off. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, the freaking Chicago Cubs, all right? Listen, I understand that, like, everything is working out the way You're going to have to repeat that one, bud. Oh, hear me? Can you hear me? 
you're breaking up, sir. Okay. What is Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you. Okay. The Chicago Cubs have traded away their entire core for absolutely nothing. And I'm pissed. Okay. So we'll move <laughs> on. Um free agency has started in the NBA. Um, and a lot of action has been going on. Who do you think are winners and who do you think are losers in this process? Winners. Uh, there's three winners. Lakers, the Heat, and the Bulls. Um, I think it's for obvious reasons. They've acquired the, the best talent um, when it comes to free agency with the Lakers making the Russell Westbrook trade and then somehow being able to steal Kendrick Nunn, um, the most underrated player on the Lakers roster right now, uh, for basically nothing. They they look like the best team in the West right now. Miami's going to get back to a uh, championship caliber. I don't think they would beat the Nets, but you know, now that they have uh, Kyle Lowry, it solidifies their, their roster. And then the Bulls are in playoff contention. So... Yeah, those are my three. All right, what about losers? <laughs> the New York Knicks. Okay. Always. Gotta throw the Knicks in there only because they spent all this money to keep the same roster that got them nowhere last year. And uh, I don't think they're going to be able to get much better with the way their uh, cap is set. I definitely uh, think about the Hawks for sure. Um, yeah, they 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 tied down Trey Young, but at the end of the day, uh, they haven't you know gotten this team any better. Um, you would think that um, coming up short in the conference finals, they would go all this this front these the front office would go all in and make this team a championship contender. Um, rather than just resting on their laurels if they really have any. Um, because clearly they couldn't they couldn't handle the, the talent um, and experience that the Bucks had in that situation. Um, so I feel like they should have gone and done more so far. I mean, who knows, that might change. We're not out of free agency yet, but definitely um, they have not done anything so far that makes me think that they've bought into this team success that they had last season. That's fair. I kind of want to throw um, Boston in that same grouping. Um, the big signing splash of the offseason for them was bringing back um, Isaiah Thomas. And no offense to him, but he's been out of the league for two years trying to just get a roster spot. Um, yes, he's been going off in the whatever summer league um, thing that they have every year, but I don't know. For for a team that has two up-and-coming stars and Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown, they should have done a little bit more. All right, Solo, what do you got? Okay, so three winners. Let's go with the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh obviously because 
we signed the 2012-2013 All-Star team. Uh, I think that's going to be real successful. And then if it's not, the only problem that we'll have is Westbrook trade him at the mid at the trade deadline, get two serviceable guards, everything goes back to normal. Uh, next winner has to be the Bulls. The Bulls finally have, in my opinion, they have their big four that they need. You'll have Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Lori Marketing to start Lori Marketing. Lori Marketing asked for a trade. He's, he's going he to can ask for a trade. He, he can ask for a trade all he wants. He's staying. We're going to make this work for one year. And then, uh, only reason why I say that is because it's like, if he can swallow up his pride and make it work, I mean, they're not going to pay him as much. And that's the reason why he wants to trade. But it makes them a better team overall. Like, you finally have your number one option in DeMar. That takes the pressure off of Zach because I don't believe Zach can be a number one. You have a season point guard now in Lonzo Ball, who I believe is a double-double guy in points and, and assists. And I think that he'll be great on the Bulls, especially when he doesn't have to worry about not having to play with like, you know, in an unorthodox system that doesn't help him display his talents. And I think that that'll make him a whole lot better, in my opinion. And then the last team that I think, and I don't think that they're a loser, I actually think they're winning in free agency, is the Boston Celtics. Okay, you offload Kimball Walker, all right, which was a bad mix to begin with. You still got your two stars and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Okay, you add back little... Isaiah Thomas making a comeback to the lead. Like I said, I feel like they should back up the Brinks truck for my boy, give him what he deserves. But anyway, if he can come back and be half as productive as he was uh, back during his MVP voting year where he finished fifth in MVP, MVP voting, uh, if he's halfway per, uh, efficient with the way that Jason Tatum is now taking his fourth step as well as Jalen Brown. The Celtics will officially, in my opinion, be back in contention for winning because, like I said, I know this is a, it's a long shot and a lot of people don't believe me. The Bucs have no absolute, have absolutely no chance of repeating, not just because of the Brooklyn Nets, but because they got rid of their best on-ball defender and P.J. Tucker to go to the Miami Heat. So the Celtics and the Heat are top for third for me. Uh, losers, uh, obviously, uh, in free agency, have to be uh, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, you lost your sixth man the year in Carmelo Anthony, and you're more than likely going to lose Damian Lillard for pennies on the dollar unless you make a successful trade. Uh, the New York Knicks, obviously, because, you know, what could the Knicks do? They literally have the exact same team and have not made any changes to the roster outside of adding Cardiac Kemba, which, in all honesty, is could make their team worse and then last but not least the last loser in my opinion in the free agency market is going to be the new orleans hornets uh only because like i said they didn't make any possible moves to get better they are going to be still be decent but i expected them to you make mean the new orleans for, pelicans or the uh, charlotte hornets yeah. charlotte hornets my bad charlotte hornets my, my, my mistake only reason <laughs> Honestly, why I say you could that, throw both in there <laughs> the truth um I expected them to make bigger moves in the uh, with the uh, in the trade. I mean, in, in in free agency, only because like Gordon Hayward's contract is a cancer at this point. I understand that he's not really you know marketable for trade, but you know any a lot of teams 
like the San Antonio Spurs right now would take somebody like him in order to get, you know, one to get a solidified star and they need cap space uh, in order to make and sign other players and different free agents. So I feel like they that Michael Jordan could have made that move there, but you know, what do you know? The false goal is, uh, you know, outside of playing the game of basketball, he's terrible at seeing the game. So that's neither here nor there. But yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. Um, move on from the NBA. Um, Olympics are finishing up in the next couple of days. Um, wanted to see what y'all's thoughts were, what you were um, impressed by, what you enjoyed, what you were disappointed by, you know, all that stuff. Uh, I was more so impressed by the, uh, I was impressed by the games overall. I mean, we kind of got the, you know, got to see, you know, one of the greatest gym, gymnasts, female gymnasts in the world and uh, put mental health on a platform rather than, uh, you know, hurt herself or injure herself even further. Like, you know, put her mental health in the forefront. That was the most impressive thing to me by far. Um, watching the Jama uh, Jamaican women's uh, relay team was phenomenal. And then watching their 100 meters, like I've never seen in my lifetime personally, you know, a country come in first, second, and third in a 100 meter relay. And that's what the women did. Like, that was awesome to watch Jamaican, Jamaica, Jamaica, and then US. Um, Basketball disappointed me because I fully expected our team to lose. But hey, what do you know? We finally decided to play like we're the best team in the world later on. Um, still think that if Luca would have made it all the way through, Luca would have found a way to beat us. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the games overall. That's all I got. Um, I couldn't watch much of the Olympics because I, I was at work. But you know... Um, Team USA basketball. I put money on them and they won. That's all I want to know. Yeah, um, a lot of things, especially with uh, Simone Biles um, having the maturity to realize that she's not in a good place. Um, people are talking about, oh, she just isn't. She didn't feel like going to work. It was a lot more than that. Um, you know. It was the, tw the twisties, as they called in gymnastics, where she loses her place in the air. She thinks she's higher up, and all of a sudden she's hitting the mat, and that can lead to a lot more dangerous things. She might not be able to walk. Um, and then, you know, people will be on the other side of saying, why didn't she, you know, pull herself out if she was feeling this way, blah, blah, blah. You've got to protect yourself. You know, she's, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't type situation, but she did the right thing for herself. And I was impressed how the rest of the gymnastics team stepped up. He could tell that they were tired of hearing, because if you know, if any of you guys watched any of the trials going on, all they talked about was the team that's going with Simone Biles. Um, it, you know, it was very much about Simone, and rightfully so. She's the best to ever do the sport, men or women, men or woman. Um, and but I think the rest of the team saw that there was a chance for them to prove that they deserve to be there just as much as Simone and just as qualified. And um, I thought that was incredible to see that the team really step up. 
Unfortunately, we didn't get the gold and the team all around, but we got plenty of metal, plenty of hardware from uh, the women's gymnastics team. Uh, swimming was incredible. Uh, we did really well in that, but that's what we do every year. Every time we go to the Olympics, you know, the United States, you know, without there be a uh, drop off without Michael Phelps, but you know, Caleb Dressel, uh, Katie Ledecky, they stepped up and, you know, really filled those shoes and brought home all those medals we expect to get in swimming each and every year. Um, surprised that the United States men's basketball team won. Um, very shocking that the identity they were going to medal. Uh, we talked about that the last time we were on. Um, I was disappointed that uh, the, the women's soccer team only got bronze. Uh, expected them to run through the tournament like they always do. And uh, this year this was a little uninspired effort um, for whatever reason that might have been. But uh, at least it comes out with a medal, um, not the medal. I enjoyed watching uh, the three-on-three women's basketball. Uh, did you guys get a chance to watch any of that? Uh, a little bit of it. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, but I think the idea of it is, is really good. I do. I just thought it was, like, a little bit unorthodox, which is why it was hard for me to get into. Yeah. It was like watching a pickup game at the Y. I mean, that's really what it was. I mean, half court, you know, playing to 21. You know, it's completely different from what you usually watch on the, the stage. Play uh, but with that, we will move on. Training camp has started. Um, we had the Hall of Fame game Thursday night. And shocker, the Cowboys lost. We don't say. <laughs> it's the fall, guys. <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> um, so, what are your expectations for the season? Um, Lamoris is the the has the Notre Dame Notre Dame uh, headgear right now for uh, accurately predicting the past two um, professional sports champions, um, as well as um, calling the U.S. men's team to bounce back and successfully medal. Um, so we'll start with with the king. At the at, at the moment, um, at the moment, there we go. King of the moment. Um, what are your thoughts for the year? Um, who's going to have uh, a top draft pick? Who is going to make a deep run? Who's going to win it all? That type of stuff. Um, in terms of winning it all, I expect the Bucks to come out um, and repeat. It's hard to pick another team at the moment, and I know that could change during the season, but I think for right now, they come in bringing back the most talent. Their team is the most complete out of anyone. Um, it's just, you know, it's hard It's hard for me to pick someone else. And teams that I like this year, though, I like what Arizona did this offseason in terms of their draft and, and in terms of the um, free agents that they picked up. So I expect them to do well. I think they're going to overtake Seattle this year. I think this is the year for Kyler. Yeah. Um, other teams, of course, you have the Chiefs that are still going to do well. Um, but it, it's been a lot of like QB turnovers 
across the league. So either they drafted a QB or or they've traded. So it's hard to really pick who's going to do well. And as soon as you pick a team like the Colts, you know, they lose their, their one QB prospect that they did get the offseason. So, but Kansas City, um, I think it's going to make it out of the AFC. Tampa Bay out of NFC. Um, I think the Texans will be historically bad, like worse than some of these Browns teams that we've seen in the past. And it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a year full of um, unpredictable scores and, and unpredictable teams. Okay. Did you say uh, who you thought was going to be the have the first couple of picks in the draft? I mean, the best the best uh, draft pick would be Justin Fields because he's set up. No, no I mean, I mean, I mean, who's going to be uh, who's going to be picking first, second, you know, third come next uh, season? Te- Texans are the worst team in the league, without a doubt. They're picking first overall. Um, after that, I kind. It kind of depends on who else plays. Um, I don't think, and I, I'm throwing this out there on a limb. I don't think Miami's that good. Um, they got rid of some players, and now you're putting all your marbles on Tua. I, I don't think they're that good. Uh, I, I expect them to be drafting in the top five next year. That's my bold prediction. But outside of them. Um, who else is a bad team? Do you expect your, your Falcons to uh, win just enough to not have a good draft pick again? Yes, unfortunately. And I know we lost Julio, but Julio's been hurt and not playing not for really the past. Yeah. So I, I expect them to be middle of the pack or below tier, but not low enough to get a valuable pick. So... Yeah, Falcons will probably win six games, six, seven, maybe. Oh, yeah. what, you, what you got? Uh, I don't, my biggest thing is that I don't think that the Bucks are going to repeat. There's absolutely no way. Everybody was saying this thing about the Chiefs last year, and then go and figure at the last second, end of the day, like, they wind up losing. Um, As much as I, you know, it's bad to go against Tom Brady. Like I, I honestly do think that this is about the time where it's like it starts clocking out, on, like you know how stuff is gonna work for him. So that's just my opinion. It may be wrong. It may be right. I don't care. Um, I still like the Chiefs above everything. I like the Chiefs are my Super Bowl champion right now. Uh, no matter uh, who they go up against in the Super Bowl. I think that loss last year kind of is going to motivate them to be a whole lot better than what they were uh, starting off. So I, I can't I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and uh, uh, and Tyreek. I just I, I can't. Um, other teams that I like really well, obviously I like the Ravens. Uh, even though Lamar Jackson lost his best lineman, he also gained a real good receiver um, out of the fourth round. Kitty played in high school with through the majority of his touchdowns too um and the nfl is one league that i think that no matter what you're doing that like stuff that you did at the lower levels better translates to the league 
So I, I like the fact that he has a, a receiver that's complimentary to uh, to Hollywood. Uh, hopefully, uh, the backup tight end steps up, and then they'll be good there. Uh, I do still like the Bills. I like that they finally paid Josh Allen. Uh, so their window is closing real small. Like if they don't win this year, I don't think that they will uh, win at all. As far as people that I think are going to be drafting early, um, obviously the Cowboys. Uh, I don't have that much faith in Dak. I don't think Dak's 100%. I think Zeke Elliott is showing that he's a bust and that he's not worth the money that they gave him. So I got them going in the top 10. Um, afterwards, um, the Cincinnati Bengals, obviously. Uh, Jamar is a good addition, but Joe Burrow still has the line. So therefore, he's going to be running for his life again, probably will tear another ACL, and uh, they'll be, you know, on the backtrack uh, once again. Uh, obviously, uh, Atlanta, they're going to suck this year. Uh, you know, what else is new? Uh, and... Oh, and uh, for everybody that uh, my bold prediction, my bold prediction is, is that the Bucks will wind up losing somewhere down the line to the Tennessee Titans. I like the Tennessee Titans very much this year. I really do. We got another threat for Chris Tannehill to actually throw to. Right. And at the end of the day, you got Derrick Henry to go and power through people. I just, they're going to be a very, very hard team to beat at the end of the day. Just my opinion. I think that just depends on Julio's health because then if because if you have do have to account for those two receivers, you can't load the box. Um, so I agree with you. Assuming Julio is healthy this year, and that's that's there's no guarantees with that. Um, I agree with a lot of you guys said definitely. Uh, Chiefs Bucks should be favored at the end. Um. Definitely, we see Bengals being the first pick. Uh, Cowboys probably will be there too. Uh, I think Jets could still be back there too. Their team's in complete rebuild mode still. Uh, as much as they did, I feel like they did get better. Uh, the NFL is a lot different than the Mountain West. Uh, Mr. Man from BYU. It's completely different, so get ready. Um, my thing is, you know, we, we, t we briefly mentioned the Colts. Um, put all that money into, yeah. what's his name? Whatever his name is, I, don't even, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, but honestly, I'm kind of the point that Colts need to blow it up and build the team around Jacoby Brissett. This dude has proven that he's worth building around. Um, I don't think that'd be such a bad thing. I mean, I, I, he's definitely has a quality talent. Is Brissett still on the team? Yeah. I think so. He's, yeah, he is. No, nah, he's on the Dolphins. Well, yeah, um, the so, uh, we'll keep moving on here. Uh, what about down in New Orleans? Um, for the first time in a long time, Drew Brees is not there. Um, what do we think about uh, his replacement? 
think it's going to be Taysom Hill? Do we think it's going to be Jameis Winston? It's definitely going to be Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's ready to eat some W's. Yeah, I would agree with you guys. Uh, you know, what makes Taysom Hill a threat is that you don't know what he's going to do um, because he's he's just rarely used in different situations. Um, if he becomes a starting quarterback and people see him every single week, um, that surprise um, kind of goes away. And without that, you know, he's not really that great. Um, he may get you a lot of points in fantasy, but that's really it. Uh, but that, uh, I think Jameis might be the, the, the right call. Um, they wouldn't have to change their offense that much. Uh, so that would just kind of keep them moving forward in the same direction. Um, I don't know if it's going to lead to anything because the team always has some kind of bad luck and they can't seem to finish the job even though they have plenty of talent. Um, but it is what it is. What do you guys think? I mean, I, I agree, but my biggest thing is if you're an NFL program or a team or whatever you want to call it, you can't rely on a QB that cannot throw. Um, as talented and as athletic as Taysom Hill is, um, his throwing skills just aren't up to par for NFL standards. And we've seen that with Tim Tebow. Um, you know, we've seen this in the past. Where Always got to add Tim Tebow in there. I, I did. But um, what, what has Tebow ever done to you? <laughs> Jesus. Nothing. Leave Tebow alone. Nothing. That, that reminds me. We need to talk about Tebow's team and if he's going to make the roster. He's um, definitely making the but, roster. So yeah. that's for <laughs> whether he's worthy another of day. the roster or not, he's going to be on the roster. Yeah. But yeah, just relying on Taysom Hill, um, I just don't see that working in the grand scheme of things. Um, maybe for a couple plays per game is cool to give that different um, look for the offense, but I would never build an entire offense and rely on Taysom Hill unless he got better at passing. So, Yeah, and also, like, some people might want to argue that Lamar Jackson isn't that best of a, of a thrower himself, which would be wrong. But Lamar Jackson, like, even if you know that he's running and you've got somebody there to spy him, he's still going to outrun your spy. Taysom Hill can't do that. Exactly. And for people that love to, like, one of our co-hosts that like to say Lamar Jackson isn't, you know, <laughs> that good of a thrower, we do have to realize that he is top three in the league in touchdown passes since 2017. So we there's go. that fun Lamar Jackson, when I say is not that good of a thrower, I'm comparing him to the elite passers. He's still a good QB. Taysom Hill is nowhere near... I, I would put backup QBs over Taysom Hill in, in the past. As long as we track it. As long as we track I can give I, as long as we track Because Taysom, like everybody that's like, like I've, I've heard many people that have like, Taysom Hill is on the same level as Lamar Jackson athletics, athletic, no. athleticism no. wise. No, he's not. No, it's, he's not. It's, no. it's not even a fair debate. 
Like, I would grant to say that you could probably tie Lamar Jackson's left hand behind his back, have him take shotgun snaps with his right hand only, and he would still be a more effective QB than Taysom Hill. And, like, I understand that, like, he's, you know, he's a good guy. He's a team player. You can put him wherever you want him to be. But at the end of the day, Taysom Hill is not a franchise quarterback. He's just not. As much as I don't like Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston has shown that he can actually win games at the NFL level as a starting QB. So, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, because uh, I really do, I don't like Jameis Winston at all. Like, he's the obvious choice. And if they do something different, the, the Saints are going to suck. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, let's see, thinking about what else has been going on in the league right now. Aaron Rodgers finally came back to camp for one last ride. Um, Packers also brought back one of his, his old receivers, Randall Cobb. Um, what are our expectations with Green Bay this year? There are no very good this year. I think I got them going to the AFC championship uh, just because uh, he's Aaron Rodgers level QB that he is. Um, and it's crazy as it sounds, and I know y'all may not agree with me. I think Green Bay is absolutely stupid for how they handled this situation. Like, I, there's been a lot of prima donna quarterbacks. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers has ever been that. He's just asked for you to, I don't know, get the man some help in the first round. Oh yeah, I feel like they'll they'll go off and like they'll definitely make the AFC Championship uh, just because Aaron Rodgers is going to go out of his way to prove that he's still that guy which he is. Um, and I forgot to say that uh, going uh, going back, they're my favorites in the AFC to make the Super Bowl out of the apparent pettiness that I know Aaron Rodgers is going to step with. Like I don't believe that they're the best team, but I believe that he's the best quarterback in the AFC thus far. Um, I understand. NFC. NFC, sorry, excuse me, NFC. He's the best quarterback in the NFC by far. Um, I understand that Tom Brady's in there. Tom Brady has the best team. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. And I, I can just, I can literally see the storylines of him getting back and him just the same way that the Bucks put a whooping on the, the Chiefs. I can see Aaron Rodgers doing that to the Bucks just to be like, hey, I'm and I'm and like I'm getting traded. I'm leaving you guys, and then you guys are going to suck. But I just want to let you know one last time why I am Aaron Rodgers. So I think no expectations, but I believe that they will be a really good team because of who they're dealing with, or who they are. Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, they'll be good, but. I guess one thing that I don't know if y'all caught it. I think the GM or one of the coaches was talking about Aaron Rodgers and the whole situation. And they brought up Randall Cobb. And he made it a point to say that Aaron Rodgers was the one who wanted to bring in Randall Cobb and he had nothing to do with it. He didn't really want him there is what he essentially uh, insinuated. So now for the team, if you're looking at it, you have an scapegoat if the team doesn't succeed. 
And then if the team does well, you could take credit for bringing in the guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted to bring in um, and try to rebuild that look. And I think they're they're doing somewhat of a damage control at this point, even though it's kind of late in the game to be doing it. Um, but I just like that, what he said at that time um, from a team standpoint. But in terms of their success, they'll make the playoffs. They'll go deep again, but um, I still have bucks over them. I don't, know. I don't know how petty Aaron Rodgers is going to be. I can see Aaron Rodgers getting there and being like, huh, you know what? I don't feel like playing anymore. Y'all do it. I'm getting traded anyway. Like, he's been that petty. I can see Aaron Rodgers doing something like that. I really could. And then again, I feel like he might feel a little bit, still feel even more slighted that he'll go out there and he'll perform and he'll make it all the way to the Super Bowl. Like, the better question is, where is he going to go after this? That's what I want to know. And well, he'll be a free. He wants him to go somewhere, you know, warmer. He'll be a free agent Very for the first time. The move to, to be somewhere cold. So with that, we'll move on to the end. Um, any moments of the week, fellas? What do we have? Um, I have like three or four different NBA players just on social media this week. Um, I don't know what's gotten into the air, but everybody's here for clapbacks at this point. Um, and it started, I guess, last week with Kevin Durant. Someone basically said that Kyrie has no help um, on the Nets roster, which, you know, for for that claim is, is kind of stupid but Kevin Durant responded with a picture of a guy sitting at his laptop in an empty room laying on the ground tweeting basically saying this is you know this is you coming after my team um, and then it continued with there was a rumor that Damian Lillard wanted to be traded um, and Damian Lillard went off on the guy who started that rumor um, and this is, you know, this has been going on for some time. So he's he's been going off on players or on uh, media members. And then you have LeBron tweeting out, um, talking about how the entire Lakers roster is old and keep that same energy at the end of the year, even though he deleted it. Um, I stand by him in that sense and that, you know, you can't say the entire roster is 35 and up and then when it comes down to the finals you call them a super team um, and then last night KD and Draymond got on IG live and started going off on Kendrick Perkins saying that uh, he needs to close his mouth talking about Team USA so a lot going on with NBA players You took all my paid moments. I don't have one. Mine uh, is from Tom Brady. He uh, He's going to be sitting in Peyton's uh, personal section for the Hall of Fame ceremony. And he tweeted out, I just need to make sure he's really done. K 
Can't risk this guy coming back. And I can I can imagine Peyton standing on the podium saying, I cannot accept this award at this time. I have re-signed with the Colts following the Carson Wentz injury, and I will be playing one more season. Hey, that'd be kind of boss. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Is Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? And I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but it's funny how, like, all these sportcasters have gotten on ESPN, like, on first take and get up and, you know, all these random sports shows and talked about how Peyton Manning, like, revolutionized the spot of quarterback. And like how he was the system, like, and those are somebody else's words, you know, not mine. It's just it was just funny to me to hear, you know, all that wonderful stuff about, you know, Peyton Manning. How it's like he revolutionized everything, and even heard one person say like how his his two rings on those two separate teams mean way way more than somebody else's rings because of all the work that he put into it. Just funny to hear a professional football player that played in the NFL, you know, two or three of them say that on national television. Pick, pick, pick me. Let's have this conversation about not needing other people to validate our opinions. We just had this conversation this week. This no, week. That's, that's, that's you. This, that is, that is one week. You. I don't care what hey. other people say. The real GOAT is Tom Brady. Lamore, so you're the same person. Ring. This is the same Brady guy that said that pain. it's okay. It long. was okay. And this will be for next week. This man said it was okay that Barry Bonds is, is, is more influential than Ken Griffey Jr. And he cheated. Thank you. Thank you, JT. Like, thank you. Thank you. I mean, Ken Griffey Jr. Influential, but it's not okay that he's more influential. I don't care that he cheated. At the time, he was more influential. Would you let your son? Would you tell your son to do that? No, because there's there's a difference between being more influential and and what's right and what's wrong. Mm, I agree, taking steroids is wrong. But I also agree that you know Barry Barnes was more influential at the time. Both, hard to be more influential. Right. It's hard to be both hard to be more influential when you're not in the Hall of Fame, my guy. Once again, goes down to um, not caring what other people think, yeah. and you're trying to validate it based off of you know other people and those old baseball writers. Pete Rose is in the Hall of Fame, and he deserves to be in. What do you have to say about that? Oh, that, that, that oh. but that Pete Rose didn't cheat. Oh. He got four. He got four thousand nine steroid hits. He, he did. Go cheat. figure. He, he Go did cheat. Just not. One two final thoughts. Uh, we can say that for discussion of next week of Hall of Fame uh, situations. Uh, but go ahead with your final thoughts. Not your opinion, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, everybody else is going to go before the host. It's okay. You have any final thoughts, Solo? No, you can. Nah, I told you I'm going. I call second. <laughs> you can go. Uh, I, I go first every week. Go ahead. No, you definitely don't. I definitely call second. JT, look like we ain't having no final thoughts because Lamoris wants to be petty. I'm going to speak directly to my son and say, see those two people? 
Outside of basketball, do not listen to your uncle solo. Other than that, he's crazy at the other things. Lem, he's okay most of the time, but you can, uh, baseball, you can mostly lean on him. Other than, you know, Barry Bonds in that situation. No, Lenny, Lenny, your father, your father's lying to you. You can listen to you can listen to me on basketball, football, and soccer. Now, Lamoris, yes, we can listen to him on baseball. That's that's good when it doesn't come to steroids, because apparently, hey, well, you want to be I influential, said steroids. kids. Steroids, I kids, said kids, steroids are kids. wrong, but being influential kids, should not if be you your end be goal for baseball. Kids, if you want to be influential, hey. Juice up, hey! See, I want you to see, take it in is, a cocktail. I want you to put is, it in your wee wee. Take it up the butt for all you want to be. I'm, but I'm hey. suing you for slander. <laughs> I'm suing you for slander. You're taking words that weren't said and twisting them. Um, I didn't tell anybody to take steroids. I'm just speaking the truth of what happened at the time. Don't take steroids, kids. My final thoughts is based off of Lamar's finally going first is that in, in the world of of math and science, there's this thing called an inference. Okay. And for everybody that doesn't know what an inference is, it's the fact that you can make an assumption on something based on the fact that you think that something else is true. So therefore, a rectangle is a square because it follows all the dimensions of being a square. So I'm going to use that word inference and I'm going to apply it to what my fellow co-host Lamoris Brown is saying. And I'm going to say, since Barry Bonds and A-Rod or A-Roy were all influential because they took steroids. Hey, if you want to be influential, take steroids. So, so <laughs> there's a flaw in your argument where you assume that they're influential because they took steroids. They're influential because they completed and hit home runs and changed the game at the time. That's, that's not the same thing as because they took steroids because anybody can take steroids. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you become influential. Okay. He doesn't break the home. Barry Bonds does not break the home run record if he's not taking steroids. A Rod is not the player, and A Rod is not the player that he is when he hits New York if he doesn't take steroids. Facts. You don't know that. You don't know that. Well, I, I do. How? Where's your proof? Where's my proof? Why did you take it in the first place? Barry Bonds three steroids. Built people with built like Solomon. Um, the way he was. He was built is it's not you know indicative of his results on the field he was still hitting home runs and having having stolen bases he was a, a stolen base king at the time he was a, a skinny little thing it's all about that's, that's it's where all i did about what you it's all about what you allow that's like me saying if i take if i if i take any performance enhancement drug like it's going to boost what's already there are you were they world talents before they took steroids? Yes, they were. Are we going to not say that if King Griffey Jr. didn't take steroids, that he would not have been better? Uh, yes, he would have. You don't know that. Mm, no, they, no, because if you can infer that they were better because they took steroids and King Griffey mm -hmm. didn't, you can infer that if he did, it would have been better. So steroids don't help you see a baseball better. 
Say goodbye to Lenny, guys. Bye, Aww. Lenny. Bye. Take him, hey, in, take him away from the Morris's in, uh, uh, ignorance. I think we've had enough of both y'all's ignorance for the day. Uh, I had no, I had no ignorance, none whatsoever. I just told kids not to take steroids. The Morris is telling them to take steroids. Hey, all I'm saying. Hey. And that we will get out of here. See y'all next week. Have a good one. Kids, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. You should have done drugs. You wouldn't have been on the bench <laughs> in high school.